0: Welcome back. It is the rock How is everyone doing out there? I'm, I'm, I'm feeling good. You know, I uh, usually this is where we say I'm Derek and she goes, and I'm Rhonda. But I said, hey, take a break because you're not going to get a word in anyway. Why? Because we're talking professional wrestling. We're talking with professional wrestler, former NWA world heavyweight champion, Mr. Tim Storm. How you doing, sir? I'm doing
1: fantastic, man. I, I appreciate you having me on, and I appreciate you taking the time. This is like I, you know, I like think I said this. This is, I see this as a team effort. You know, it's uh, our goal in life should be to introduce people to professional wrestling in some regard, and and you know, try to find something that we can connect on and things that people like. So I appreciate you having me on.
0: All right, thank you so much. I would just say the exact same thing to you. I mean. There's a lot of things I want to talk about, so hopefully I'm gonna kind of keep you on for a couple of segments here. But I mean, I want to talk about NWA Power, Into the Fire. I mean, All In. But we can't talk about any of that without talking about Tim Storm. I mean, where did where did Tim Storm start? Where did Tim Storm come from?
1: I'm from Pine Bluff, Arkansas. Um, So not too far. Well, you know, relatively speaking, not too far from where where you're at. Yeah, and. I trained in Paris, Arkansas, um, which is probably I don't know, 30 minutes from the Oklahoma border at Arkansas, okay. and you know it it's it was a, the for me at least it was the perfect training. Uh, it was as old school as you could possibly get, and I got a great uh, you know learn. I learned the fundamentals, and I learned basically the guy that taught uh, that taught me was. Old school, and he showed you here's how you break an arm, now here's how you do it without breaking the arm. <laughs> and, you know, it, it worked. you know, it's worked really well for me. I mean, it was a good basis. It was a good place to start for me.
0: Well, I've only heard stories, but it sounds like some stories I've heard about guys talking about how Stu Hart didn't smarten you up for a while. Yeah. You know, He kind of made you respect it first.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, a lot of our training, I was very fortunate that I trained there and then started trying to wrestle in Arkansas some, and then when I moved to the Dallas area, I trained well, actually, I went in to help train people, but I think I got more out of it uh, because the guy who was doing the training there was the complete opposite of uh, Bill Ashton in Arkansas. Mm -hmm. This guy was more cardio and drills, and uh, his psychology was completely different, and it was more lucha style and Japanese style, so Mm -hmm. I got two completely different kinds of training, and I think that's really benefited me over over the last, what, 25 years.
0: Right. So um, you start professional wrestling. You actually wrestle around here. You wrestle in Sherman a lot. You were a former uh, NWA Texoma Tag Team Champion, NWA Texoma Champion. I think a former Oklahoma Champion, if the Wikipedia is correct. Uh, So (laughs) talk about that. Well, I grew up
1: just loving the NWA. Um, Where I was in Pine Bluff, Arkansas, we got... Three different wrestling shows on any given Saturday. I got Memphis wrestling in the morning, and I got um, Mid South, <laughs> you know, the NWA in the afternoon, and then I got uh, World Class at night. Yeah, yep. so I got I got a lot of wrestling, and those those three letters. And uh, you know, if anybody's watched, I know you mentioned NWA Power and those kind of things. But if anybody's watched that, I talk about that about how much it means to me. And it's it's real to me. It's, so anyway, but to your point, I wrestled for NWA Oklahoma. And on the very first show, I was so excited to get to wrestle for an NWA uh, affiliate. And on the very first show, I won the NWA Oklahoma championship. And uh, that's kind of where my road to the
0: NWA started.
1: You know, I was doing independents all over. But the NWA, that's, that's where that one started, was in Oklahoma.
0: And you know, since we are here in uh, Durant, I uh, we we have the show based in Durant. We we air in Colgate. We air pretty much around southeastern Oklahoma here. We're we're pretty close to Sherman. I was telling you before we started here uh, that October twenty first, two thousand sixteen, you are wrestling in Sherman for the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. I mean, this is. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run through some past names, some present names, current names. I mean, this is a title, I mean, Harley Race, Ricky Steamboat, Ric Flair. I mean, AJ Styles held this title. Cody Rhodes held this title. I mean, you're, you're fighting for this title in Sherman, Texas, and you win it. That is awesome to me. I mean, I don't know how many people can actually appreciate the, the awesomeness of that happening here so close, but that, that, that to me just blows my mind.
1: Well, you know, like you said, the, the history of the NWA World Championship is it literally is a who's who of professional wrestling. And I, I beat I beat a guy named Jax Dane. Yeah. And if you the history of that though was that I had wrestled Jacks for uh, I had the North the NWA North American, he had the NWA National, and I wrestled him in Las Vegas. I wrestled him in Mississippi. I wrestled him in Las Vegas again, and that was our fourth. That was our fourth time. Um, in my third to, to a shot at the title, and then if you go really, really far back, I actually wrestled my first year uh, in professional wrestling. I actually wrestled Dan Severin for the NWA World Title okay. in yeah. Paris, Arkansas. So you know it's 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 something that, like I said, the, the three letters the NWA mean the world to me, and for a lot of people are becoming familiar with it again. But growing up, you know, it is it is an NWA World Heavyweight Title is the it's the grandfather of every championship ever held. I mean if you if you trace the lineage, every belt in every organization in America at least comes out of of that belt. Uh, every organization has used it. I mean it is it really is it's a it's history and it's a legacy. And to, to be able to win it and you know, like you said, it was in Sherman, Texas, that was basically my home field. Uh, that was my yeah, yeah. home promotion. Uh, I wrestled there for seven or eight years. I love those guys. I still have great relationship with those guys. Um, I'm going to go back there at some point. Uh, but as I, you know, now I'm traveling quite a bit, and you know, I I helped with that show for a long time, and you know, it just I it, just the way things have worked out, um, booking wise and scheduling wise, that hadn't happened for a while, but it yeah. will again. And that's still I consider I can still Sherman my I still consider Sherman my home base.
0: We're talking with Tim Storm here, but we're going to take a break. We're going to play some rock. This is the rock show, after all. Hey, Tim, we're going to play some music from a guy you know. It's the Smashing Pumpkins. It's right here (laughs) on your late-night delight, the rock show. All right, we're back here. We're talking with Tim Storm, former NWA World Heavyweight Champion. Uh, So, uh... We heard from Smashing Pumpkins a little bit on the outro uh, for our, from our first segment, and I did that on purpose because mm-hmm. May 2017, lead singer of Smashing Pumpkins, Billy Corgan, he buys wow. the NWA. You're the NWA champion at that time. What are you thinking?
1: Uh, the, the way it worked out, timing was um, most of the, uh, much of the wrestling world. Was in Las Vegas at the Cauliflower Alley yearly meeting. And I, you know, I'm a teacher. That's what I do also. And that was one of those deals where I like to go. It's great seeing guys. But truthfully, if I'm not wrestling on that show, then I don't really make it a priority to go. I haven't. Um, So that year I was not there. And I'm sitting in class and my phone literally just blows up. (laughs) I mean, for two solid hours. I'm getting texts and texts and texts and phone calls and nobody knew about this. Nobody. I mean, the only people that knew anything about it were the former owner and the new owner, Billy Corgan. Right. And part of that was by design. Uh, there was a non-disclosure that was going on and there were a lot of, there were, uh, there was a group of people that were unhappy because they owned NWA affiliates and they didn't know it was coming. Um, Um, my thought at the time was, Okay, I, I, at that point I am a 53-year-old NWA World Champion and it's just been purchased by some people that I don't know and don't have a relationship with. Mhm. And I'm wondering at that point, okay, well, uh, they're probably going to make a, you know, they're, they're going to they they were they're going to want their old champion uh, somebody they're comfortable with and I I'm sure you know the background of, of that people listening to but you know Billy Corgan and his vice president Dave Lagana um were with TNA, with Impact, yeah, uh, for a long time. And they had relationships with a lot of wrestlers. So my thought was, well, this is going to be interesting, um, but I'm going to do things like I always try to do, which is try to be professional, handle things in a, in a business-like way. And, you know, to be honest with you, I, if I could have drawn up a plan um, as far as how it's presented and all of those things, uh, it, it, they, it was perfect. Everything they did was perfect. They treated me very professionally. Um, you know, there's not many 53 year old professional wrestlers that can say at 53 years old they were probably at the peak of their career and uh, you know came to the public light at that age. Well, so that's... it was it was it was fantastic.
0: Well, see, that's one of the things I was going to get into was when you're, you're, you're coming in, and, and that's kind of the story that's been on this NWA Power, this, this new show, uh, it's on YouTube, it, it's on 605, we'll, we'll talk about that here in just a second, but that's been one of the storylines, really, is, is the age, but I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm looking at you, and you say, well, there's not many 53-year-old champions, it, there's not many 53-year-old guys looking like you do, I mean, you stay in <laughs> shape all the time, I mean, you, you look like you're ready to go another 10, 15 years.
1: Ah, boy. I I appreciate you saying that, and I work really hard to try to. You know, you know, I told you originally, you know, I, what my schedule was, and yeah, yeah. I'm in the gym every pretty much every day, so I try. So I'm, I'm glad that I look that way. There are a lot of days I don't feel that way, especially if I, you know, work two two matches, three matches on a weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that's the biggest thing. But and and truthfully, it's funny because I watched along with everybody else that watched. I watched that first episode of NWA Power and. I think uh, Jim Cornette referred to me as the 5301. You know, I was 53 when I lost the title, and Nicks had it twice. Uh, Cody Rhodes had it in there, so I'm actually 55 now. So when that aired, I was 55, and I'm coming up on 56. So, you know, it's I, I feel like I can still do everything I've ever done in the ring. Um, it's just the recovery is a lot harder at this at this point. But I work really hard to try to, you know, to stay in shape and be ready when that time comes.
0: Well, talking about N.W.A. Power, a show on YouTube, Uh, now the significance of 605, that to me means TBS. That to me means world class. I mean... I'm just at that age where I'm young enough to have seen the end of the studio era and the beginning of I don't know the arena area era I guess yeah. I don't know if you want to call it that but like I can remember hot stuff Eddie Gilbert Missy Hyatt I loved Eddie Gilbert but I can remember Absolutely. that as world class for for me what is it for you?
1: Well, you know I because because the NW has and still does mean so much to me when I got when I walked into that studio I know that I felt. It was, a, it was a combination of nostalgia because, you know, for people who, for, okay, like you said, for people who haven't seen it, on TBS, Saturday nights, 6.05, at that point, it was the Super Station, which growing up in Arkansas, we got that station. Yeah. And 6.05 was wrestling. And that's where I got, that's where every Saturday night I watched, you know, Ric Flair, the Four Horsemen, um, you know, a- anybody who was somebody at that point in wrestling, in my mind, that's that's where they wrestled. So... Obviously, now at this point, the 605 is it's special, uh, and we and they picked that specifically for that history. We're, yeah. We actually our studio is one block from the old TBS. Now, I will tell you that, and I heard, and I probably wouldn't say this if I hadn't heard it, <laughs> but I I heard Billy make the comment that they pitched this about two years ago to TBS, uh, this exact concept, and I think that people just didn't understand what, yeah. Studio show was. They didn't understand. They thought, okay, well, what you want is old wrestling. Well, when I walked in and saw the letters, I, I knew what it meant to me. But the weird thing is, and there you know, if you watch the show, um, it, you know, comes on six oh five on Tuesdays, and it's Facebook, it's free, uh, it's YouTube, it's fight, T- it's you know, fight TV, it's all of those. that's available for free. There are a lot of names of wrestlers on there that everybody will recognize from every organization, and. I thought, well, this is going to mean something to me. But the weird thing is it meant something to every single man and woman that walked in there. Uh, Um, It's just special. It's a combination of old that's new. It's a lot of old look and old TV type segments that are set up with new wrestling. Um, You know, for example, we don't come out to entrance music because there's about 15 feet between the curtain and the podium if you're going to do an interview or to the ring. So there's not a lot of need for entrance music. That's old. You know, But the wrestling itself is a combination of old style, new style, and it's super. It's really exciting.
0: I mean, I don't want to keep you much longer. I don't have kind of podcast time, but I do want to talk about that because that first episode, if that first episode doesn't knock it out of the park, I don't know if that style really grasps people. But that first right. episode hits that home run. And I don't want to take yeah. anything away from everybody else because everybody worked hard for it. But a lot of that was Tim Storm. A lot of that was Nick Aldis. A lot of that was that match. That was really good.
1: Yeah, well, I, I was I was pleased with it. I mean, obviously, I would have liked the uh, the end of the match to go a little bit differently. <laughs> yeah. I would have I would have loved to, right now to be able to say I'm the NWA World Champion again. Um, but yeah, you know, it's a deal where there is pressure when you know that you're the main event on the first show and there's a lot riding on it. But the, but. We just went in there and went at it. Uh, Nick Aldis is an amazing champion. He's a great wrestler. He's got a great mind for the business. Uh, I've been doing this for 25 years. We've, you know, we went in there and I think his words are we had a great contest. And like you said, it, we, you know, thankfully the fans responded. I think, I think within a week, I think we had half a million views on Facebook alone. Um, probably over a million with all combined and i don't know what everybody's expectations were but i i know it exceeded mine you know as far as the the response
0: oh yeah yeah i uh, from from the when the first episode ended i said yeah i'm watching this every tuesday but you've got <laughs> nwa coming back to pay-per-view i mean as yeah. i mean cuz i really i think i'm running a bit too long here so i just kind of want to end it on this And I hate to end it on this. I wish I could talk to you for like another hour or so. Maybe I'll get a podcast and I'll call you back up. But uh, (laughs) anyway, uh, you got NWA Into the Fire coming up. Tell us about that.
1: Well, it's, you know, at at this point, you probably, I know that it's going to be uh, on Fight TV uh, December 14th. I know that it's sold out for the studio show itself. Uh, That's followed by two nights of TV tapings, the 15th and 16th. And kind of where I left it on the last one is I'm kind of trying to make a decision about going forward about my my future with professional wrestling. I, anybody who hasn't seen any of this, what I would encourage is go, to, go on YouTube and put NWA 10 Pounds of Gold. That's a, that's a series that started out in the very beginning uh, that kind of starts with me at the beginning as champion and then it takes it all the way to where we're at today. And then every Tuesday night, and you can go through and watch the old episodes on Facebook, YouTube, Fight TV, uh, there, are you know, and then we're looking forward to seeing, Like I, to answer your question, I'm looking forward to seeing where the pay-per-view goes too, because I don't know at this point. It's going to be a lot of fun.
0: Well, there you go, Tim Storm. Thank you for calling, and we are going to get back to the music. It is the Rock Show.